Merry Christmas, Hope family. I pray that you're having a wonderful morning. I just wanted to come to you with a brief Christmas message today. It's going to come from Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. The writer says, In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he has inherited is superior to theirs. This is God's word. I feel like I need to tell you, this is a really big scripture. The church all over the world is reading this scripture today. And what I think is interesting is that on all of the different Sundays of the church year, Christian churches read different scriptures. But this one is almost always read every single Christmas all over the world. Which is stunning to me. I, I think about this a lot. It's stunning to me that this is the text that we all read because in this text there's no hay. And there's no stable. There's no Mary. There's no Joseph. There, all there is is a burning truth that the writer couldn't wait to tell you. And so he throws aside the hay, the manger, the silent night, and what does he give you? Jesus. God in the manger. I'm going to read this text again. He says that in the past, God spoke to us through our ancestors, through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all, all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being. Those are such important words. Sustaining all things by his powerful word. You see what he's saying? He's saying that God used to talk through a lot of different people, but not anymore. Why not? Because God himself came. Think of the gravity of that. Can you sense the weight of this? That, that Jesus is God's final message to humanity. Jesus is the beginning and Jesus is the end of everything that God wants to say to us. And then if that's not enough, he goes on and he says that Jesus is not only God's final message to us, he is also the one to whom all of this is willed. He says Jesus is the legal heir of the entire universe. And he's not just God's final message, and he's not just the final heir. Jesus is the creator of all of it. I'm telling you this, I'm building Jesus up so that you can see the, the glory of him in the manger. Do you know why the celebration of Christmas started? The tradition of Christmas didn't start the day that Jesus was born, and it didn't even start soon after that. It started in the 4th century, hundreds of years after Jesus' birth. 
And it started because there were many, many people that were saying that Jesus wasn't God. And so Christians got together and creeds were created and hymns were sung and Christmas itself started as a tradition for one reason, to say this, Jesus is God. And we can't get enough of it right, why? Because we can't get enough of thinking about the fact that God came to become one of us too. It's why I love the song, Mary Did You Know? I love the song, but sometimes I laugh about it because it's technically not a great question, academically and historically speaking. Like, did Mary know? Yeah, she knew. The angel told her she knew, but that's besides the point. We're not thinking about whether it's a good question or not. That doesn't bother us because the poetry is ingenious. It's brilliant. It helps us to think about the divinity of Jesus. Mary, did you know that your son walked where angels walked? Mary, did you know that when you kiss your baby, you kiss the face of God? Mary, did you know that your son is the great I am, the one to whom all the universe is owed, the one who created the sun, the moon, and the stars, the one who knit you together in your mother's womb, the one who sits and lies in the manger. That one is the one who lived in a body for you. And don't be confused about this. Jesus didn't come to earth to be an anthropologist. He wasn't up in heaven asking his dad if he could pretty please go live with the natives on earth. He came to earth for one reason. Because there was a God-sized job to do. Only God could forgive all our sins. And only God could produce grace that would run like a river over humanity's brokenness. Only God could do that. Actually, only God did do that. He provided forgiveness of sins. How do I make that come home for you? How do I help you to understand that Jesus is so much more beautiful than the rest of what Christmas offers? I mean, he doesn't give you gifts to you only if you're good enough. He gives you gifts precisely because you're not. And how do I help you to understand the magnitude of how amazing it is that it was God himself in the manger on Christmas. If it's God in the manger, if God is the one dealing with your guilt, your shame, your imperfection, your whatever, think of how clean he has made your record. Think about that. God in the manger. Think about how holy you must look to God. Why do you think it was that it was Jesus in a manger? Why do you think it was that he was in a mean and lowly estate? It was because from the very beginning, he came to wear our brokenness. Why? To give you his perfection. To give you his holiness. To give you his place in heaven. He provided his life for your forgiveness. And if God does that, then you are forgiven. That's what the writer of the Hebrews is saying. 
He's saying, just for a moment, don't think about Mary. Get Joseph out of the way. Forget about the manger. Just look who is lying there. Because if it's God, that's what I'm trying to come, have come home for you today. That's all I'm trying to say. Enjoy Christmas. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your presents. Enjoy the cookies. You know I will. And through it all, let your soul just stop and peer into the manger and see who it is that's there. It's God, the maker, the sustainer, the comforter of everything entered this world. And he met his mother for the first time and he experienced this world as one of us and for one of us. He came to do a God-sized job forgiveness of sin. That's what he did in Christmas past so that you could have a Christmas future. Merry Christmas, hope.